You there, Colin? Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. What do we want to start with? I don't know. What were we just talking about before we came on here? Wahoo night and uh, our schedule. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we can talk about how Colin's uh, doing back and buys right now. Is Colin working out right now? You already yeah. know. You already know. Ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or we can talk about how Colin is finally back on the pod. We could. Colin, how does it feel to be back on the podcast? Feels great. Felt like I never left. <laughs> it's only been like <laughs> you did leave. It's only been like five months. It hasn't been that long. Bro, you basically have been demoted to uh, guest now. Yeah, I know. It's kind of bad. <laughs> we've had more guests on than we've had loot calling appearances. Real. But uh, I guess we could talk about, Colin, what have you been up to lately since you've been gone? Catch the people up, I guess. Lots of drugs. <laughs> like EPO? Yep. Are you doping, Colin? Sure am. Are you going to beat Nico then? Colin's not using EPO. He's using like uh, muscle builders like for a Mr. Olympia contest 2025. I heard that's what you're uh, switching over to. That's what Doug's got me right on. Bodybuilding. <laughs> but uh, Colin, do you remember uh, like in Colorado and Winter Park? Not it was in Breck. Whenever we were going to like prank Doug with uh, telling him that we were going to start doping or whatever. Yeah. He knew that was the dumbest thing ever, bro. I know. But that was so funny. Why would y'all tell him that? I don't know. We were bored. Bro, we literally had nothing else to do. Yeah. That was munching on candy. That's literally all we did. Yeah, I blame Colin for uh, not winning that race. Bro, he fattened me up like 10 pounds with that candy. <laughs> Bro, I, that was the skinniest I've ever been. Really? Looking back at those pictures, I, I think I lost like 10 pounds that trip. That's cool. You're on that like straight candy diet. <laughs> Low fat. <laughs> what have... Um... What have you been doing recently, Colin, like training-wise? Have you been in the gym a lot or just riding a lot, or what's it looking like? Um, I've been doing a good amount of gym, like the, the same I normally do. Um, Colin's in the gym right now. I am actually, uh, <laughs> I've actually done more hours than I did, like, last year by, like, an average of like two or three, I think. More hours on the uh, the bike or in the gym, or just like overall, like for the week. Oh, uh, just overall. Thick. Zone two. What? Zone two, or is it like more intensity? Um, I've been doing a like I. This is I'm in a block of doing two days of intensity a week. Um. Yeah. And last block, I was only doing one. Like one day, we're gonna have one day with like sprints, and then one day with like threshold, uh, actual like intervals. So right, um, starting to get 
more towards the, like the race side of things. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like, it's been good. Um, we've been starting to really like dial in the zone two because last year I did a lot of intervals. Um, yeah, and now just with more time, um, I'm doing a lot of a lot more volume. But I actually like I used to not like the volume. And I just wanted to, like, just put my head down and do intervals. But now I'm like, yeah, like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Talking about this, uh, I got to apologize, Colin. Remember that conversation that we had on the bikepacking trip about peanut butter versus carbs, you know? No. So you're coming to tell me I'm right. Yeah. So uh, because I've been doing a new zone, too, lately. Um, Is that, like, it's super low zone, too. It's like 200 watts and it's to the point it's like low um, that I don't burn carbs, you know? Exactly. This zone two is making me so angry. I did a six hour ride with Luke and I kept dropping him, bro. And it was like, oh my days. I'm literally going to myself. And we were going to miss the, I thought we were going to miss the ferry. Dude, we weren't going to miss the ferry. But um, this kid needs to pick up the pace. Since, since my, like in that zone two, I don't burn carbs. It's just like if you don't take in fat during the ride, you pretty much just feel bonked the entire time. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So right, you're well, right, Colin. Me and me and Luke figured out the strategy though. Is you need to get the double decker oatmeal cream pies. Oh my god! It's, like, it's 500 calories in one cookie, and it's uh how many? It's like 83 grams of carbs per cookie. Yeah, it's insane. Just a light 70 grams of sugar, though. Dude, it's literally an hour's worth of carbs and a single cookie. It's nutty. And it's $2. Yeah, it's so good. And it tastes yeah, really good. Good yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know nothing about the, uh, the, double, uh, the double iced uh, honey bun. No, we know. I know What's all that? about the honey buns. It's the white honey bun, right? Yeah, 690 calories and like 112 grams of carbs. I'm more of an original Jeez. honey bun kind of guy, though. It's it's the ultimate bonk, like, undoer. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, Hostess cakes on bonk. Like, so, I, I guess we I kind of, we kind of, like, talk about this, of, like, tricks to helping you through the winter. Yeah, not just eating yeah. gel straight up. You got to eat some other food. It's not a bad thing to go to a gas station and eat some cookies. Yeah. No, I. this is a pretty good topic. Just like uh, just like that sort of stuff. Just like motivation through midwinter. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're midwinter now. And it's, uh, you know, it's to the point where you're, you're like almost just so tired of the cold. And you just yeah. got to like find ways to motivate yourself. Yeah. I guess we can each go through like what motivates us in the middle of winter. If you want to start, Luke, like what motivates you yeah. to ride in the middle of the winter? Yeah. So personally, I don't really have like a low motivation to not ride. Like, like I'm always motivated to ride, but um, for sure on like the cold rainy days, it's just like you got to be smart with it to not overtrain and just burn out yourself, sort of. Yeah. Like mentally. Um, because it's super easy to do in the cold winter. Um, so just like, like a, like on a long zone to ride, I'll go right to a coffee shop or like midway in the ride, just have like some sort of, uh, 
you know, just sort of treat, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, go do that. Then also just like, I don't know. Motivation in the winter doesn't really hit me. Like I always just find a way to motivate myself somehow. Um, You know, through like just music or just like getting in the rhythm of things like that. Um, You know, I'll hype myself up before like riding like an interval session in the wet or something. Definitely. Um, Like that cold, that really cold interval session that I did before we went to Fairhope Ezra. Yeah. Like, I mean, that whole morning I was pretty much just, you know, sat down and just started hyping myself up just to go hit it in 20 degrees, you know? Definitely. Yeah, I feel like in the winter, honestly, like the hardest rides to do are like those mid to uh, like short rides, honestly, because like I I think it's super fun to go do like a long ride or like uh, I think it's fun to go do intervals. But I feel like the like anything from like an hour and a half to like two hours to three is like it's kind, it kind of gets hard to go do it because like it doesn't seem that exciting. You know, it's not like an adventure ride. It's just like just three hours or two yeah. hours of pedaling. It's not the most fun. But I think like just getting out and doing it. Once you start, it's a lot easier to just exactly get going. I th- I think in the winter the hardest part is just getting going. But like once you get going, it feels so good. Yeah, and to motivate yourself to get going, like because like like you're talking about on the shorter rides, <laughs> you're usually riding on the same road, um, and you don't want to go like drive to a place, um, to ride you know, hours. further away just to go ride like two hours an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, am I echoing? No, you're fine. Oh, all right. Um, shoot, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, finding new routes or new places to ride, um, you know, it, it really brings that motivation to go out and just go ride, even if it's, like, an hour and a half, you know? For sure. Um, especially, like, whenever we went to Fair Hope, like, a completely new, different spot, you know? Yeah. The motivation was super high. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Colin? What are your uh, strategies for the winter? Um, I kind of found that, like, just getting in, like, a routine yeah. of, like, doing the same thing every day of, like, waking up and, like, eating breakfast around the same time and then, like, riding, depending on the weather, obviously, but, like, riding at, like, a certain time. So then that way it's kind of, like, mindless. You're not, like okay, do I really want to go ride, like, yeah, whatever, um, like, I was, we just had a big snow week, and we had, like, eight inches of snow here, and I was, like, I'm gonna be on the trainer for, like, two to three hours, so I'm, like, I don't really want to have to think about it, so I'm, like, all right, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna wake up at, like, 10, eat breakfast by, like, 10.30, be on the trainer by, like, 11, 11.30, and that way you're not, like, just sitting around being like, all right, when am I going to get this done? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, I mean, that goes with, like, so much, too, like, routine, um, not just, like, waking up and uh, just wasting time in the day. Because, you know, if you waste, like, two, three hours in the morning or so, that depletes so much motivation and productivity that, like, by the time you have to go do something like riding that you don't want to do it, just, like yeah. – you know, getting straight to it in the morning. 
I think exactly. it's definitely hard for a lot of people like Colin and other people that are like in school, but I feel like riding first thing, like the first thing I do is like eat and then ride. I feel like I'm a lot more productive through the whole day. Like I just have a lot more energy to do things. Right. You just have to, I don't know. Oh, you probably feel the same way, Luke, but like I feel accomplished after I've gotten my ride done and it feels really like good. Just like go take a shower after you ride and then you can do everything else in your day. Yeah, I don't like in the winter. I don't ride in the morning, dude. I like waiting a day or so. But like, I wake up and like you know get my morning routine going. Then I'll go like do school or go read, um, and like just like that little activity of that I'm actually doing something, you know, you know gets me going and like flows my blood to go get ready to go ride. Yeah. But like I'm just sitting there doing nothing. Then I don't want to go ride. Yeah, I feel like I can't, like, focus on uh, anything else until I get my ride done because, like, I'll just sit on, like, Strava or, like, Training Peaks, like, making a route, and I'll keep, like, contemplating. I'm like, you know, it's a lot easier for me just to, like, go and just ride and get it done. Yeah. But uh, unless I'm riding with people, then it, then it's fine. But Yeah. So um, what do you all do to motivate yourself, like, off the bike like can like consistently being motivated to ride like what do y'all do i don't ever really feel unmotivated to ride like i just switch it up to be honest if i notice i start to get bored of something like if i get bored of riding the same roads i'll switch the roads up or if i'm getting tired of riding the road bike i'll ride on my mountain bike and like stuff like that it's really good just to switch like and i'll end up, i'll ride gravel and like all that kind of stuff but uh, right now, I don't have a mountain bike, so it's been rough. Yeah. So what about you, Colin? Road bike. So one thing I've been doing is, like, trying to, like, take one day out of the week and, like, make it my race day, um, which is kind of like a weird strategy. Yeah. But it's like, okay, this is the day that I really want to be firing because – if you can have like one of those days a week, like I feel like you can have a pretty productive week. And so um, I'm like, all right, I know I have like over-unders or threshold intervals or whatever this day. It's like, all right, you kind of like build up to that and then you get them done. And then you're like, okay, now it's just like, I just got to do these two or three rides and then I'm good. Um, right. so just periodizing the week kind of yeah no i like that like i know um, i know luke does like something like that like he likes to eat like like a pre-race meal for one of his intervals and stuff yeah exactly like uh i do two intervals a week usually um and for both those interval days i try to treat it as much like a race day um like i would wake up you know make a good breakfast then, you know, time it three hours later, I'm on the bike riding um, and really treat it like a race day as much as possible. Just because, like, you know, whenever it comes to race day, I want, I want it to be super down. And also, I would, like, I think it, like, brings, uh, like, a more of an accomplishment once you get it done. You know, you feel, you know, it almost feels like a race, you know, For sure. that feeling once you're done. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. No, that's that's the same way with me for sure. It's like once you get that done, you're like you can also like really, really take it seriously too. 
rather than just being like, oh, it's just another interval session I have to do. And like, like really trying to hit the top of your zones and really trying to like stay right in it. Um, but then also not like, like you, or you're able to like look back and be like, okay, I didn't sleep that good that one night. Um, that, or I didn't eat, eat well, like the night before, or wasn't hydrated enough. Like, and then you can kind of take notes for racing. Yeah, for sure. I think it's like, kind of like you can treat it like a, a C race or whatever. And, you know, experiment with things like fueling and, you know, like pre-race food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, definitely. And just, uh, what's, there's like a little saying, um, train for war in times of peace. Like, you know, it's just really important to really dial in all that stuff in the off season. Um, so whenever it does come time, it's just second nature to you. Yeah, definitely. But um, trying to think of a question I have for y'all. Is there any like hacks that y'all found for like riding in the really cold or the really wet? Uh, I would latex say, gloves. I would say uh, Luke put me on to double socking with uh, I've been running like one sock with a a foot warmer on the top. You know, like the uh. It's like the hot hands foot warmers, like you shake them up and they get hot. But if you put one of those on top of your normal sock and then put another sock over it, it's like perfect in the in the cold. Yeah. Okay. Then also, yeah, just like that, latex gloves. I love latex gloves because I mean, they're you know they're right on your hand, like super tight, and they warm up your hand so good. I think uh, dressing warmer than you think is uh another thing yeah definitely then also like in the wet like shoe covers yeah i mean it, it's so crucial me and luke had a uh we had a we did a ride and he broke his his derailleur <laughs> and we had to walk through uh like 15 creeks I, I feel like we should talk about this ride luke it was pretty chaotic. all right let's do it all right so i was like me and luke we're gonna go ride we had like a four hour ride i think yeah, yeah, first first ride on the new Super Cal or yeah. second ride. Yeah, we got a late start because uh, we were trying to put his power meter from his old bike on there. And um, so, like, we didn't start riding till like, 1 o'clock. So it was already, like, cutting it close with the, the daylight to do a four-hour ride. So we get out. It's, like, it's pretty cold out, and it's raining. And uh, I, we decided to go ride this gravel road that's, like, not maintained. And... Buddy, it was bad. Luke can Luke can describe I, I, it. Luke I'm not was, gonna lie, I was really mad. I was pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> so we keep going down the road, and then Luke ends up hitting his derailleur on something, and it just completely destroys it. And um, he does that, so we end up walking out, and we're trying to find our way out, and we end up on this like hiking path. And we're like, all right, we're yeah. not that we're not that far away from the gravel road. And then I was gonna go grab the car and drive back down to him. But this hike took like an hour and a half to get out. It was like a mile. But there was like yeah. 15 creek crossings and it's like 35 degrees outside. Yeah, let, let's explain the creek crossings. They weren't normal creek crossings. These were like rushing creeks. Yeah, like, like we there wasn't like a, a path good three feet there. in. Like they were up to my hip and stuff yeah and i'm yeah it was gnarly but my velo toes kept my feet uh dry 
Yeah. Nice. I know. But, um, yeah. Luke yeah, eventually not... we got out of there, and I sat in the parking lot for, like, two hours for Ezra to come pick me up. Yeah, it was, like, an hour and a half ride up to the car, and then I had to drive down the road, and it was pretty sick. His mom's car <laughs> eats up the gravel. Yeah. It was the smoothest ride I've had yeah. down that road ever. I was like, oh, my days. Why don't I have an Outback? <laughs> Real. <laughs> it, it would drive so good. Yeah. The stoke was not too high that day. I was pretty stoked about the uh, the handling capabilities of the Subaru. Yeah. I was just like sitting in the parking lot. I just, I, I came up trying to sleep. I came up and Luke's like shivering, and then the guy parked next to us is like, "Nice Subaru, bro." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. We were both pretty fed up, or at least I was. And he said that I was just like, "I want to go home." <laughs> yeah. Have you had any fun rides, Colin? Um. Oh. I mean, I had this, we did this one four hour ride and it was actually like one of the sickest routes I've ever done. We went out like way far out of this country, like, like part of the, of like Franklin that you would be like, okay, yeah, I might get shot by a person with three teeth. Um, and so we're like riding and I'm like, oh, this route looks pretty sick. And it's like some like hollow road and I'd never been on it before. And then the whole road just turns into gravel and we're on road bikes and we're, it's already been raining for like an hour or two. And we're like two and a half hours into the ride and we're like, Oh gosh, this isn't good. Yeah. And, and then it started to get like mushy gravel and we're like, Oh crap. And so we keep riding and like, dude, we dropped down like off the gravel and we like rode these roads out that were probably some of the best roads I've ever been on. And they were just like these rolly hills, like through these huge farmlands for like days. And I was like, that was, I thought that was going to go way worse than it did. And it actually ended up being sick. And I've gone out and ridden it like three more times since. So that's sick. sick. Yeah. But not, not any adventures like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I guess we could talk about a little more in depth into training. Like, what's y'all's uh, what's y'all's time looking like, and um, what type of intervals are y'all doing this time of year? Yeah. If you want to start, Luke, I guess. Then. Yeah, I'll start. Um, so currently, I'm doing. I've been doing a bit of uh, shorter VO2 stuff. Well, I just got done with uh, lactate tolerance intervals. It was four minutes of VO2, then eight minutes at threshold, um, which doesn't sound too hard, and that's what I thought. But <laughs> the amount of lactate it produces, because like the first four minutes of VO2, it starts the lactate process, right? It, it pushes lactate into your legs. Then once you switch to threshold, threshold with no break, um, you know, it's just so much lactate, and you just try to flush it like you just your body just tries to flush it as efficiently as possible yeah then once it flushes um like it you chill out for like a minute or two then at the end of the threshold interval it comes back because now you've been on gas on the gas for quite a while now and uh you know now you're back to building up lactate again and yeah it's pretty brutal 
Yeah. Um, and what type of like uh, periodization are you doing for your weeks? Like, I know uh, me and Colin do like three weeks. You do like three week blocks, right, Colin? Like three weeks yeah. on one week rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Like, you do like a like a a consistent on, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's usually it usually is around maybe three four weeks or so. We kind of like monitor um, my fatigue and all of that to see uh, to be most of like more most effectively if possible. Um, but then, like on the recovery weeks, it's just a ton of Zen two, just slow Zen two. Um, but with that, like being said, like I do like a lot of like consistent big weeks. Well, not like too huge, but um, the we've been doing low, really low zone two, like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. And what that kind of does is just like takes away the more intensity and stress from the regular zone two rides. Like, um, like if I did a four, regular four hour zone two ride, it would be how my like, maybe be like 180 TSS, right? Uh, probably like 200, like an almost. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, then with this new zone two, it's like maybe 90 or a hundred, you know? Yeah. So with that, like kind of lower zone two, it kind of lets me recover, but I'm also building at the same time. For sure. And like, what are your weeks looking like time-wise, like, t- uh, 15 hours, 20 hours? Yeah. Well, usually we'll do like a build up to it, but, um, it's usually around 15 to 18 hours or so i think last week i was just shy of 20 hours um so it kind of just depends on the week and like like i kind of been said like kind of just said uh we really like monitor like my fatigue and all of that um and i i have like a really good fitness right now so we're just kind of uh maintaining it versus trying to add more like a lot more fatigue yeah definitely and uh, what about you, Colin? Like you're on the three week block, the same as me. What are you? What are your intervals looking like this time of year? Just like pretty. We're getting kind of close to racing, so. Yeah, I think we're about like six weeks out from racing. So. No, we're like, like less than that. We're like four weeks away. Okay. Um, and so like my our first race is not really like, like, one of my like, big races this year. Yeah. And so. I'm kind of, like, going to be working through it and be, like, sharpening it out, like, in April, March, April. And so, um, we're still kind of just, like, mid-zone two, like, um, just starting to work in, like, zone five stuff. So, I've done, like, some over-under work, some threshold stuff, um, and I'm starting to feel really good, um, but definitely, like, in the over-unders, is like the high power isn't like there yet, but like the like threshold, the the threshold range and stuff is like really really feeling great. So I'm like, I know uh, like it's it's working well for me because like I don't want to have like a super high power right now because it's such like early season, yeah. uh, and so we're like we're taking it our time and like kind of building the blocks as as wide as we can get them. Um, and so doing more zone two and kind of more of a foundation. So then we can, we can stack more of like the, more of the high stuff on top, like later, yeah. later in the year. And so, um, 
I think it's it's working really well for me. Um, but I'm also like staying in the gym a ton, um, which is like I honestly I think it's super helpful for me just because like with the way like a uh, we like as oh mountain bikers and like cyclists like you tend to just like get super everything else but your legs. <laughs> But, like, especially on the mountain bike, you kind of ha- got to have some, like, uh, ability to to work the bike and be strong. And so I, I, I really enjoy, like, enjoy it. And you kind of – it kind of gives you some, like, motivation um, to, like, get a good workout in, but, like, off the bike. And so we've been doing that. Um, and then I've also done a bump uh, – like, a bunch of more core work. Um, so I've been doing, like, core every day, which I think that is uh, – really been really beneficial um especially on like the mountain bike side um but yeah i think we're sitting at like like my first week was like around like 14 hours on the bike and then it was like somewhere around there 14 hours on the bike and then like a couple hours in the gym and then we kind of build up from there and i think like my biggest week was like 17 or 18 um, which is not huge, but then, but the, the interval lengths get longer. So, um, it's definitely, right. it feels, it feels like it's really working for me. So I'm pretty, pretty confident in it and like, happy yeah, yeah, it's going. Uh, yeah. What intervals are you doing right now? Um, so I'm doing like a combination of like the threshold stuff. Um, so like the longer, longer threshold stuff, it just depends on the week. And then like, like some over unders, um, and so and they're they're around like they're usually around like anywhere from like fifteen to twenty five minutes, um, and so it's like, and then I'll have like anywhere from like two to four sets of them, so it's like usually anywhere from like forty minutes to like one hundred twenty minutes of intense or not forty minutes, uh, like forty to minutes of intensity, um, so yeah, it's pretty sweet. And I feel like definitely, definitely getting stronger. Yeah, for sure. Um, With you uh, really, you know, with your really good result at Bell Lake last year, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, that's one of your main target races. Um, How are you going to, like, prepare for it training-wise going into it? Because it is an early season race. And like you're saying, you're doing a lot, like, more threshold stuff. So, are you gonna like switch to like the shorter VO two stuff soon? Because um, I mean, that race is just like you know one minute climbs pretty much. Yeah, I think so. But I think my biggest weakness last year was Arkansas, and I really needed a rate a good race at that. So, I think California is gonna be one of those ones where it's like uh, uh, one of those high up B races. But I think we're gonna really like be dialed in for for Arkansas, we put a lot of emphasis on Puerto Rico last year, just cause it was like my first big UCI race. And yeah. So, um, I wasn't as, wasn't as in the spot I wanted to be for, um, for Arkansas. And I'm like, this year's Arkansas is going to be kind of one of my bigger goals. And so, um, yeah, kind of just building more up for that and using California as that. But we'll see what kind of fitness I'm in rolling into California. But yeah, for sure. What about you, Ezra? Um, yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing the same like three week cycle that Colin's doing, but uh, 
yeah, I've been doing a lot of VO2 stuff recently. Like the past three weeks, I've done a lot of VO2 stuff. And then the previous three weeks, I did a lot of over-unders. But yeah, I'm doing like a lot of five minute and like 30 second stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we should uh, know like, because all three of our intervals are pretty different. Yeah. Um, and with it being, you know, coming to early season now, uh, still midwinter, like your intervals, uh, like at this point, really just depend kind of, you know, kind of what you want to build more like like with this early season stuff it just depends on like where your mind is on what you want to work on yeah definitely. yeah i'm more of a like i respond really well to like big uh volume like i i really enjoy like really long zone two and like big weeks like last week i had like 21 hours on on the bike and then like a few hours or like an hour or so in the gym me and luke couldn't get into the gym so yeah uh, that was a little suboptimal but um yeah I, I respond really well to like just long zone two stuff and then like right now i'm doing two interval sessions a week like uh i'll do airport most of the time or sometimes i'll do like two structured intervals a week but yeah normally it's like one one structured interval a week like 100 percent of the time and then uh the other day it's kind of pick and choose like how i feel if i want to go hit the group ride or if i want to do a structured interval yeah i mean i think yeah. uh group rides like are a really good thing to do in the winter too like on the motivation topic like it yeah. keeps oh yeah keeps it uh just like group rides in general it doesn't have to be like big groups just riding with people i think is uh, a really big thing oh yeah for sure but um yeah i mean i think that covers the the topic of training pretty well yeah um, um what what races are you targeting ezra like what's your a races and um, you know how are you looking at it i'm still trying to figure out my a races because it's really going to depend on the europe schedule and uh how like if pan ams how, how those are going to work so my schedule's not like 100 percent yet yeah are you are you planning on going to pan ams because obviously it, it obviously in my opinion obviously you're going to be able to go it, it just honestly depends on what uh, what USA is doing. I think. What do you mean? Just like what what the uh, what the benefits of going would be. Like if there's going to be the automatic spot for Worlds again, or if uh, like if it uh, lines up with the Europe schedule, because it is really close to the Europe block this year. So yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. Right. So like, yeah, I I don't think I'm gonna be going like, to Pan Ams this year. It is just too close. Depending if I go with uh the USA team to Europe or if I go with Gravity to Europe, I don't know, you know, when we're going. So it'll it really depends on like the Europe schedule, I think. Right. Um yeah. Then I guess we can talk about uh the red race next weekend. Yeah. I mean you want to talk about it, Luke? You've never done a road race, have you? No. Never. Other than uh, Tuesday night crit. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, there's going to be a TT and a road race. I don't think I'm not doing the crit if I go. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to or not. I think it's going to be kind of like a more of a last minute decision. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's in Florida. Swamp Classic. Just flat and... Yeah, just pretty much just flat. 
So you targeting the time trial? Yeah, best I can. Um, you know, it's just gonna be a fun race. Um, you know, it's not like a priority race or anything. So in my mind, it's just just gonna be a fun race. Go hang out with everyone and just like gain that experience on the road and just also be able to gain that experience to transfer it over to the mountain bike. For sure. What about you? What about you, Ezra? Um, Where are you going? Why am I going? Yeah. I don't know. I still got to decide if I can go or not. I got to I gotta talk to Corey a little more. Bro, but, no, you got to lock that down. I know. The Airbnb is booked. I know. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for the road race, honestly. I'm not, like, too hopeful on the TT just because the, the whole, like – we're not on time trial bikes, so I'm not too worried about like how I do there. It's honestly just the the road race that I'm excited about. And then I'll have to decide about the crit if I think it's safe or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, close. it's gonna be fun. It's just so close to uh Puerto Rico, so I don't wanna like risk anything. Yeah. But what about you, Colin? Have you been have you done any road races recently? I'm not. Um we do like our regular uh group ride but it's not been going recently oh dang when does uh what's that race group ride by your house gse when does that like what's the dates of that like it's every saturday but it usually gets rolling around like late february all right i'll probably go start i'll do that group ride uh after the season are you on the trainer no my dad is Oh, tell Craig we said hi. Okay, I will. Tell him that uh, I said thank you for the candy and went uh, in break last year. Oh, he—he he, it was a, it was his pleasure. <laughs> um, shoot, what else we got to talk about? I'm gonna have to jump off. I gotta go. Um, you know, I gotta go do student section leader things. Ain't no Bro. Okay, it's the the theme for the basketball game is USA out. Do I wear my Natty Champ kit? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just um, I just walk in with a kit and a helmet and everything. On. See, I'm I'm thinking about like the statistics of what the girl like. You might get bullied. Girls would you think. might get bullied for wearing a skin tight shirt. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But on the other hand, you get to tell people you're a national champ. Exactly. That's that's my thought process. But on their other hand, but they're gonna be like, ugly. "Why is this guy wearing uh like pants with a skin tight shirt?" Yeah, it looks I, pretty bad. I think it'd be fire. Or you just like unzip and wear a white t-shirt under it. Ezra, I need your USA uh, uh QR Swiss skin suit. The skin, bro. The skin suit is so nice. That would be so lit. You that would actually make sense because it says like USA on it. Exactly. You just need like a USA Cycling T-shirt, bro. Just go buy one off the website. I just got yeah. go buy one of the skin suits. <laughs> yeah, they're like four hundred dollars yeah. on the website. It's ridiculous. There's no way, bro. Like, why are skin suits so expensive? And uh, I'm not to delete this, bro. I know. All right, all right. I gotta get off. <laughs> I got a P too, so. All right, see you, Jit. All right, I'll see ya. Um, and then it was just me and Luke. 
real. Back what else to, we got to talk about? Back to the OG days. Um, OG days. Oh, just every other podcast except like the first one. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the OG days. Today's an OG day with call, having. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. I don't know if there's much more to talk about. You may see if there's any listener questions. Sure. <laughs> What's the question? How much do you binge press? Your voice sounds very feminine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Who left that? I don't know. It's like Mick Mick DeGurton. M C E D G E R T O N. Wait, wait, wait. M C. Oh, M C Edgerton. Is there any spaces between Mick? Ed- nope. I don't know who this is, but. I don't know. How much do you bench, Luke? I don't know. I never maxed. 225. No, I honestly got no clue. I know the girl at the across the gym benches more than me, though. Yeah. So does that little kid. All right. If he can bench more, that just means you have extra arm muscle weighing you down. Yeah, arm muscles are stupid. Real. Um, <laughs> well. That was a good question. That was it. Other than Cassie Caudell, this was fantastic. Lots of great insight. Thanks, thanks, Miss Caudell. Let's go. But I guess we can end it there. <laughs> All right. so, yeah, it'll be a, a quick one then. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Yeah, sick. All right. Uh, see you guys in the next one. All right. I'll-